I mean, I really remember it being that. Me too. Is this like a like a Mandela effect kind of thing? I mean, it might be. All... A man- it might be because I totally remember exactly that same way too. But I thought for sure it was Uncle because I know that there's you know there's Uncle Jesse. I understood that part. Yeah. And there's actually multiple Uncle Jesse's in different shows, but I was sure this is Uncle Joey. Okay. Yeah, because I've heard that reference even with like the Alanis Morissette thing. Okay, we got to explain this. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I forgot about that. Hello, mm-hmm. everyone. This is Fun <laughs> Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And if you are going to... Go to Amazon.com. Don't forget to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Click on the Amazon link if you're trying to buy uh, hand sanitizer or <laughs> face masks right now. That yeah. is, uh, just go through our site first. Well, like Greg did, because uh, last year when I had like the slightest little case of the sniffles, yeah. Greg was like super gross. He's like, oh, well, I'm just going to buy a couple of hand sanitizer. So we bought these. I'm looking at this right now. We have a two liter thing of hand sanitizer in here. I bought two of them, one for the studio, one for my house. Yeah. So now um, we are we are flush with hand sanitizers See? when we need it. Also, And, and don't um, you feel good about that right now? I know I don't need to tell you, but wash your hands. So if you haven't yeah. done it a little bit, just just wash them. Yeah. I know you do anyway, but I mean, just just do it whenever you think about oh, it. Oh, you would be surprised how many people don't. And oh, men's see, bathroom? I'm an avid hand washer. Oh, well, yeah, I know. I am too. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm, I mean, I'm just, sorry, I'm ratting guys out here. Uh, the majority of dudes don't. Like anytime you're at a bar or a restaurant, I'm in the bathroom and you see some guy like walk away from the urinal or the toilet, they just walk right on out. They don't wash their hands. I'm telling you, that rumor is true. Okay, Most and also don't. that's even worse because if you are oh, yeah. uh, urinating with a penis, then you are touching that penis. Yeah. Oh, gross. I'm never touching another dude again. Assume they're not. Like, I will the hand them a hand wipe before I touch their Do it. hands. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, gross. hey, I can't shook your hand, but here, take that, clean your hands. Gladly shake your hand. It's pretty gross. I mean, maybe not the majority, but they're a surprisingly large minority of of people. A majority, yeah. Yeah. No, not the majority. A minority of people wash their hands. Yeah. A majority of people don't. No, a surprisingly large minority don't wash their hands. I said not all, but I mean, I was re. I was. You try to start this over? So yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> so I had said the majority of dudes. I said I was wrong about that. It's not the majority of dudes that don't wash their hands, but a surprisingly large minority that don't wash their hands. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> Why does it? Instead it's a double of negative. saying sixty percent right. don't wash their hands, I'm saying probably it's more like thirty percent. Not the majority, but a large minority don't wash their hands. A large minority. Okay, I think it's just because those are, those are two opposite things like stuck together. You just don't really hear those two together. It makes sense now that you've explained it. Mm-hmm. But a large minority. Don't wash their hands. That also sounds like if you, if you flip it, if you say like a small majority, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, a minority could be anywhere from zero to 50%, right? And it would still be if, if you're doing hey, people who wash their hands or people who don't. Yeah, one or the other. And if I say minority, it could be like a 2%. I'm saying it's a surprisingly large minority. But wouldn't it be a shockingly larger majority that do? No, it's a, actually, it, no, you don't talk about it on the majority side. If it was a shockingly large majority, that'd say like, what, 97%? And like 3% don't. I'm saying like 30% don't, which that to me seems like a very large minority that don't wash their hands. Okay. Greg Logic. I, I think I'm, it makes sense. Maybe I, I'm so confused at this point. Let's just move. Let's move a lot of up. dudes don't wash their hands. All right, so Assume that's what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and you wash your hands. hands. Just wash your hands. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link as well. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, all right. Continuing on though, there's the, there's a debate that we had got into here before the show actually started, and it had to, 
It started off. It started off with talking about how Public Enemy was performing a concert for Bernie Sanders, and this is just news that that happened. That happened Flavor right? Flav yeah. was, and I don't even know the, the entire details behind it. Flavor Flav was mad that he wasn't getting paid or something, and he sent like a cease and desist letter or, or something along those lines to Bernie Sanders. Chuck D is apparently a big Bernie Sanders supporter, and they basically fired Flavor Flav. So Flavor Flav was fired from Public Enemy. Yes, or it, I think the statement was. Chuck D said he has a year to figure himself out, otherwise mm. he's removed. So, and I saw like the whole like generic like best of success in his future endeavors. Oh yeah, yeah I'm like, sure. That was like in the press release. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, so there's so there's that. Um, then we went from that talking about Flavor Flav to random encounters that people have had, and I actually interviewed Chuck D years and years and years ago uh, for digital. Well, no, it wasn't even digital trends. It was for like future shop or something. It was at CES. Okay. And, uh, and I happened to interview him because he had like this music service he was trying to launch. He was actually like way ahead of his time. It was kind of like a, like a Napster. Um, no, no, no. It was more like, um, not Spotify, like garage band or something like that, but it, it never panned out. But what he did like was probably about seven, eight years ahead of its time. So yeah. it just fizzled out. But anyway, I interviewed him for that, and Flavor Flav was supposed to be there for the interview, but Flavor Flav never showed up, like, so naturally he was late. Of course. And so we went from that to talking about people who have encountered Flavor Flav, and my brother actually saw him in Las Vegas at one point, where he said he was walking through the casino, and he saw Flavor Flav and Uncle Joey from Full House, like Dave Coulier, playing craps together. And he's like, well, I got to stop and play craps if... Flavor Flav and Dave Coulier are playing together. I better stop. Oh and yeah, play. yeah. You stop and you play craps with Flavor Flav and Dave Coulier because that was during like one of the filming things. It was during Surreal Life. Okay, and we that were was, filming Surreal Life. I was actually just thinking about this recently because there were so many of those Surreal Life things that like kind of breathed new life into stars from like the late '90s and '80s and everything, where everyone it seemed on anything yeah. was willing to be on some sort of like crappy reality show. Yeah, and it was just everywhere. It was like Flavor of like. Anything oh, you can think of, the Surreal Life Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love was a spinoff from Surreal Life. Yes. But, I mean, there were so many people just and absolutely Rock of love. willing yeah, to be on these shows. But now I'm, I was thinking about it. I'm like, those don't happen anymore. Like, Do people just not want to see them I mean, they might very anymore? well be happening, and I'm just not watching them. Because there's so many reality shows now. I'm sure there's a lot lost yeah. in the shuffle that I just don't pay attention that to. Could, maybe there's just so many other different types of shows yeah. now that you don't actually see. Yeah, that's true because those were like like right in the forefront. I mean, because so, it was everywhere you couldn't turn around without like seeing some show with some like yeah. person from something I mean, in your childhood. Surreal life. Look at this I, I, some of these people actually I don't know, but the very first season was um MC Hammer, Corey Feldman, Emmanuel Lewis, Webster, mm-hmm. and Vince Neil the lead singer of Motley Crue, and then some other people who I'm not sure who these. Oh, one of the Gabrielle Carteris, isn't she the one from? Um, yeah, 90210? that's yeah, that's Andrea. She's the weird one from Andrea Zuckerman. Yes. Yeah, Andrea's. Uh, so there's them. Like Andrea she Zuckerman was, was always weird. She was a weird character for. She's actually like really high up in. Oh, um, I know. She's like in a, SAG. She's like I think one of the like, the vice president. I, she might be president or of president. SAG. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, she's like super, super duper high up there. Well, she was also on Surreal Life with <laughs> with Webster Good and Corey for her. You know what? She has she's lived a full life. Yeah, that show though. Ups when and it, downs. When it happened was just. I mean, it was surreal because you'd see all of them together. Like, and then another season was. Uh, let's see, Tracy Bingham. Wasn't there one with Vern Troyer? Yeah, there was. Uh, this the, the year I'm looking Jeremy. at, Tammy Faye, Ron Jeremy, Vanilla Ice, and Eric Estrada all living together. Yeah, and there was what uh, Jordan Knight. Okay, this is the year. Uh, Charo, Dave Coulier, Flavor Flav, Jordan Knight, 
Bridget Nielsen and Ryan Starr. I'm not sure who Ryan Starr was. Uh, oh, he was he was a a singer who finished seventh on the first season of American Idol. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like you make it like. Like you're Jordan Knight, like you were on top of the world at one point, and now you're with the guy who finished he was, seventh. He was, li- I know, like literally of- the most famous people in the entire world. Yeah, for a time, yeah. For, for like 100. a month there. Like yeah, Nukes for a the bit, block. they yeah. were. That's just weird. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at something, just a side note, I totally forgot that uh, New Kids on the Block were the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Do you remember that? New Kids on the Block were the Super Bowl? Yes. Were they? I'm like 91. Or something. I mean, you would know. That's how big they you were. You would know. I can't dispute that. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I believe it. I believe that they were. Yeah, 1991. New Kids on the Block, 1991. I mean, Super that's Bowl how big they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They, yeah. No, they definitely were that big. Uh, but going back to what we talked about. So all of this, all of this conversation led to the point of where I just said Uncle Joey from Full House. And probably everybody knows what I'm talking about. But apparently this is a big, hotly debated issue because in our live chat, uh, for members of the Supporters Club, which you can always go back and, and take a look at. We appreciate everybody who's a member, whether you can listen live or not. It goes a long, long way. Thank you so the much. The $6.99 a month is a big deal for us, and we appreciate anybody who can afford to do that. Uh, Courtney, though, um, hotly disputing, says that uh, he was not their uncle, just Joey. Like, so very... Very hard, but very she's not. But she's not alone. Conviction. She's not this. alone because, as I'm looking, because I too remember it as Uncle Joey. Yeah, it's like Uncle Joey. Like whenever, like you think about, yeah, the Alanis Morissette song. It's like, oh yeah, she wrote that about Uncle Joey. Yeah, which is true, by the way. That was yeah. it. Which one is it? The I'm. You ought to know. You ought to know. Yeah. 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 Where? Which I get to see her perform this summer because it is the summer of everything coming back. It's amazing. Um but, yeah, so I was looking at this, and then, you know, Courtney said in the chat, she's like, no, it's not Uncle Joey. It was just Joey. Which is weird. And both of us were like, no, that's not it. I thought it was Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey. It turns out this is a big debate on the internet because I think it is some sort of Mandela effect thing. You know, where yeah. if, if you don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's basically like a lot of people, um, Mandela died in, in 2013, but a lot of people remember him passing away in the 80s. Yeah. So a lot of people like are saying, no, no Nelson Mandela's dead. Yeah. Because they remember all the news coverage and everything, but it wasn't accurate. So there's this big group of people that remember this thing happening right. that didn't actually happen. Yeah. And so this is like, so you and I are part of like the Uncle Joey t- team. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's not something I ever really thought about. It's just something I've just always said that he was Uncle Joey. I just so, think that's weird. So I'm looking at there are some impassioned... That's impassioned is the right word. There are some impassioned uh, statements on the internets about Uncle Joey. A, who gets impassioned about Full House? <laughs> but B, okay. Hey, what I'm impassioned. It? Did you hear what you were just saying about Gabrielle Cartieras? And I'm like, hey, she has lived a full life and she's amazing. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. I know you are very impassioned. All right, her. yeah. So um, one of the questions on the internets reads, uh, did they call him Uncle Joey on Full House? Somebody in all caps and all bold <laughs> re- like responds, no, you should not. His name was just Joey. <laughs> they just called him Joey. You are thinking of Uncle Jesse. <laughs> just who is so worked up about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know it was a very popular show. Yeah. Joe, okay. And then, yeah, it continues on. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't click on the extension of, of oh, the this all person, caps. All caps yes. still... Joey was not their uncle. Stop calling him Uncle Joey. Commenters sometimes refer to one single episode where Jesse refers to him as Uncle Joey when speaking to Nikki and Alex. And maybe like one other time, but that is it. That is not his name. That was never his name. Joey. Just Joey. <laughs> it was never his name. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Um, wow. Yeah. I just, like I said, I just didn't know that it was such a hot button issue that people are so, as you said, impassioned about it. Yes. Because that's how I remember it was Uncle Joey. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I guess we're in the. I wonder what else we're misremembering. Probably a lot of things. Probably a lot of things. I'm not thinking about it right now. I just don't even know. I mean, I can tell you that Mr. Belvedere was the best sitcom theme song of all time. That is a fact. This is like a Um, weird thing that you like bring out like once a year. Yeah, I don't know why you like feel the need that people need to know that. Because I feel like it doesn't get enough of a credence, enough credit where credit is due. Sure. But there is that. Anyway, I just want to make sure that everybody's aware of that. We can't play it because of copyright reasons, but you can look it up. And I think you'll probably agree. It's the greatest sitcom theme song. So of today all time. we have all learned that um, Joey uh, is not Uncle Joey. Yeah. And Greg's favorite theme song is uh-huh. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, first sitcom, yes. First sitcom. Mm-hmm. 100%. Correct. All right, specifically first sitcom. First sitcom, yes. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, well, what else is happening with you? <laughs> well, I mean, what else needs to be happening? Isn't that plenty <laughs> that's happening right now? Uh, so. So anyway, going from that, I don't know how we got on that. I was going to talk about something else. And this is something that I posted on Twitter about this. And it is a strange occurrence that happened to me over this weekend. So um, in case you don't, y'all don't know, I have had a Huawei phone for a while, which people may not know what Huawei is, but it's one of the biggest phone manufacturers I swear, in the growing, world. Whenever you say Huawei, growing up Catholic, all I hear is this Yahweh, and then there's a song that we used to always have to sing. <laughs> Yahweh is God. Yahweh, yeah. I know you are near. That just it reminds me of my childhood being in, like, at church, yeah. singing that song over and over again. Yeah. But not Yahweh, Huawei. It's not God. No, it's not God. It's uh-huh. Huawei. H- <laughs> H-U, shoot, H-U-A-W-E-I, I believe is how you spell it. Um, yeah. H-U-A-W-E-I. Anyway, it's one of the biggest phone manufacturers in the world. They're also pretty much banned from the U.S. And any new phone actually can't even use Google on it. But they're still one of the biggest manufacturers. I have one of their phones because it was an extra um, review unit that Digital Trends had. And I convinced our outgoing mobile editor to give me it. So I've been using that one. Problem is, I've dropped it a couple of times. And on Friday, the final straw was I battled through even the cracks on it. I dropped it and then stepped on it. Which is so bizarre because you are so adamant that everyone like, oh, get your up-to-date technology. Like when I had my old phone that was very green, you're like, you need to get a new phone. And you were on me. But then your phone was like literally falling apart. Like chunks of the glass were falling out. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to let go of my Huawei phone. It still worked. (laughs) So now, though, once I stepped on it, it definitely didn't work. So I had to go get a new one on. Saturday and went and got a new phone. Blah blah blah. That's it's a Samsung A twenty. Just for any reference, not like a fancy one, but it's fine. That's it's what I fine. have. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's not one of the fancy ones. Technology God Greg Nibbler has the same phone I do. Yeah, well, I'm still cheap. I like I like my phone. Yeah, and it wasn't that cheap, but yeah, I don't have. I was gonna say it wasn't that. Cheap. Yeah, but when you compare it to the thousand dollar newer phones, that's true. When I told my parents how much cheap. I paid for it, my mom's like, "Are you sure that that's a?" Good one, because I'm not it's used cheap. to how much phones actually cost anymore. Yeah, they cost a lot. Yeah, they yeah, do. The good ones, good mm-hmm. ones, cost a lot. So, yes, it's on the lower lower spectrum of phones, but still a reputable brand because it's Samsung. So, you know what? It works when I use it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's there fine. There you go. Um, okay, all that to say, I had a really weird, weird experience on Saturday, and it had to do with a phone call I was making, and so I was, I was making a phone call and uh, talking to a friend mm-hmm. and this friend, you know, we're having this conversation and over the top of this, I was like, all of a sudden I, I started hearing this noise and I don't even know how to explain this without sounding crazy, but I started hearing noise in the conversation and it was really, really loud, well, like, like audio over the top of it to where I'm like, Hey, uh, are you like watching a movie or something? Like what is going on? And this other person's like, no. No, what are you talking about? What kind of noise? What I heard over the top 
was a bunch of what I can only describe as screaming. Screaming? Yes, like screaming at the top of your lungs, multiple people. Like excited screaming no. or like I'm being like, murdered? Ah, screaming? Ah, oh. Like that kind of screaming. I can't even do it. I'm not going to do it as loud as I can. I'm like female and male. Did you open like a portal ah, to hell or something? And there was... there was <laughs> What? Yes, that was what was what I was hearing. And I was like, what are you watching? Like, what is going on? And the person was like, no, I'm driving. What are you talking about? Like, no, I didn't yeah. hear any. Like, no. And they would probably be honest with you if there was someone in there screaming. They were, yeah, they weren't messing with me. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, this is really strange. I was trying to explain how I was hearing that. I could still hear them, but this was like going over the top. Then that noise transitioned into from a bunch of screaming, kind of like fading over into it was the sound of a whole bunch of dogs barking. This is all while I'm having this phone conversation. I know I seem insane. I swear we'll get to the, we'll analyze this here in a minute. I just have to tell you what happened. So so I hear a bunch of like ruff, 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 like multiple dogs. It was my dog noise, but like multiple dogs barking and all at the same time. And so so I hear go from screaming to the dogs barking to Oh, sorry. That was so weird when you just are bringing up music. There's super loud music blasting outside. There now. is super loud music blasting. Okay, outside that was right just now. that was weird timing. That's all. That was weird timing. Okay. So, well, that I didn't get to the music, but this is what it did transition into. Oh, sorry, I thought so. they were screaming. I thought they were screaming along with music. They were actually just screaming. No, they were just screaming. There was just a bunch of screaming. The screaming transitioned into a whole bunch of like dogs, like like vicious barking. Could it be like Jane's addiction? Like that. No, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Jane's addiction. Oh, see, that's what I was guessing with the screaming and the dogs. I'm like, Man, oh, cops stealing. Exactly. Well, it's, well, it's I was assuming it was some sort of. Yeah. Jane's addiction doesn't have screaming in it, though. Well, he's really screechy. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah. this was like terrified screaming, like sounds of hell screaming. Like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Like, out, straight out of a horror movie. Like, there was no denying it was not pleasant, fun screaming. Okay. It was uh, multiple people screaming. Can I put a pin in that really quick? Um, also, horror movies, speaking of horror movies, uh, if you have Netflix, do not watch The Girl on the Third Floor. It is single-handedly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Thank okay. you. That's all. All right. So went from barking. To, so, okay, screaming to barking <laughs> to then it rolled into, and this is all I'm trying to have a conversation, and this is over the top of it, into music. And I pulled up something that sounds very similar to it, but it's what I can only describe as clarinet music. So this is royalty-free music. <laughs> Did you tap into some David Lynch channel or something? That is very Lynchy. Screams, clarinet, and dogs barking. And dogs barking. That's that's David Lynch. Like, and this was like over the top of it, like almost like we're having this conversation now. Like that's how loud it was. You know, and like I'm starting to be like, hey, can you hear this? And the other person couldn't hear it at all. (laughs) So that's what happened. And then at the end of that, you know, I just kind of like. I, I tried to actually download an app to record the phone call. I was like, don't hang up. I want to record this. <laughs> but I couldn't find one that would record it like on the spot. You had to have a, like start the phone call over. And um, So how long did this phone call go on for? And did it, was it like a loop? 15 minutes. So was it a loop? No. No, it changed. It changed. Like the screaming didn't end up coming back once the clarinet music started. <laughs> but this is what happened during this phone call. And so it led me to this question, you know, like, A, I guess 
can lines still get crossed? You know, you you know when your phone lines used to get I crossed. I think so. If they're towers and stuff, can't like. Do you remember that happening? Yeah, when your lines oh. used to get crossed. Oh yeah. yeah. I haven't I had that happen to me in years and years me and years. Me neither. I remember once mine got crossed with somebody I knew then I got to listen to someone gossip about someone else that I that I knew. And this was when I was in a small town. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened like once before, but I don't remember. Oh, I've had it. Used to have that happen multiple times, especially uh, out in the country with our country lines. Uh, that would always happen. But I haven't had it happen on a cell phone in I don't even know how long. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Years and years. So I was like, okay, well, I guess lines maybe can still get crossed. But even if they're crossed, what the hell was that that I was listening to? Uh, Stranded is just reminding you, Greg, that dots get shots. (laughs) (laughs) I know that That was a reference. That was a nerd reference. Um, I get it, too. Yeah, but now that that's – like, what the hell was that? What was that? I mean, is this the only time this has happened? You were awake. I was awake. This was an actual conversation. You oh, had. yeah. It was like in the afternoon. Like I was fine. I wasn't – I was under no intoxicants. Uh, I was seriously just like hanging out at home. So, yeah, fully awake. So screams, then barking, then barking, clarinet music. Then clarinet music. And did music. the barking ever come back? I don't believe it did. Okay. So it, it once just it transitioned of... to music, it just stayed with music. That's very, very strange. Yeah. And it was all like it wasn't it wasn't quite as clear. Where were you in your house? In my bedroom. Upstairs. In the converted attic upstairs. In the converted attic upstairs, yeah. Where you said you've heard music before? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. That's true. What if Oh, so like what if the music from your house was going into your It seemed honestly like I'm sure there is a logical explanation, but at the time it seemed like I was living in a living a horror movie. Like the yeah. screams were just so screamy. That sounds really like, fucked up. Like you know, tortured hounds of hell are tearing you apart. Kind of screams. Jesus, Greg. I'm sorry. Just to give you the idea, the imagery. I mean, it's straight out of a horror movie. And then the dogs barking, like multiple dogs, like into clarinet music. <laughs> what happened? Did you smell burning? I did not smell burning, but I don't know. It was. Like, it was real. This did happen on my phone. I was awake. God, it's so strange. Me saying this out loud, I would say, I would think the same thing. Did the other person, like, hear anything? No. So they heard nothing? Nothing. Just on your end, you heard screams and dog barks and clarinet music? Yes. That is very odd. That is what I heard. That's what was going on during that phone call. I take it back. You might like David Lynch movies, actually. No, I didn't like this at all. (laughs) (laughs) This was not enjoyable. (laughs) It was not an enjoyable experience. And it didn't repeat itself. Because I made a couple other phone calls that day. It went through a cycle, yeah. And so it never came back? It was just that one phone call? Yeah. Were you still in the same place when you were making the phone calls? Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. What the hell was that? Give me a logical explanation for what happened. I don't have a logical... Well, the logical explanation is that, you know, things... We live in... An age of technology where you know you're the digital person. Yeah. That there's sounds and music and images flying all through the air with our newfangled technology, and maybe sometimes they get tangled up. Why screams, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why screams and dogs barking? That's not another phone call. It's not somebody having a conversation. Maybe that was their conversation. It was, it's pretty messed up. What it sounds like to me is maybe you overheard someone watching a David Lynch movie. Maybe that kind of went over 
What David Lynch? Why, why do you keep bringing David them. Lynch? All of them, because every one of his movies or television shows usually goes to like white noise, a uh, telephone call with screams, dogs barking, creepy music, then like somebody dancing to it. That's all it is, and like some, a bunch of creepy imagery. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh... I don't know what. What's your logic? I'm trying to give you an explanation. I don't have logic. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Was there anyone in your house? Was your roommate there? Could he have been uh, listening to something? Know. I I mean, I guess that's possible, but I kind of doubt it. I yeah. don't know if he was there or not, to be honest. Okay. <sighs> I'm trying to help. No, I know. That's why I'm asking for anybody listening. Help me out here. What exactly is going on? Yeah, Steven, thank you. And the chat says, ah, that does sound like a David Lynch short film. It totally does. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, you probably heard something that you weren't supposed to, and now they're going to have to snuff you out. I feel like it might have been something I wasn't supposed to hear. Oh, no. Killian's bringing up some things going on in China, but I, was, I it wasn't on my Chinese phone. Like, I broke that. Is your Chinese phone still working? All right. I mean, the service isn't hooked up to it. It could connect to Wi-Fi, but it was not. It was no. The service is on my Samsung phone. All right, let's change to something more lighthearted. Uh, this is kind of creeping me out, actually. Yeah, it creeped me out too. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Greg, did you have a nice leap year day this weekend? Yes, I enjoyed my leap year. Wasn't day. it a wonderful leap year day? It was very exciting. Well, a New York couple beat some long odds when they had their second child actually become the second of their kids to be born on a leap day. So these uh, these people's names are Lindsay and Dane Demchuk. Now they welcomed their baby on Saturday, marking the second birth in their family, as well as their second child to be born on March 29th. So their first kid was born in 2016 on mm-hmm. February 29th. Okay. And now their second one, and they weren't having it induced or anything. So she, like, the due date for this next kid was actually supposed to be on March fourth. Yeah. And they were out to dinner at um at an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn, and all of a sudden she's just like, "Oh my god, I'm going into labor." So she actually like did not have to induce. So randomly, their two kids are both born four years apart, both on leap day. Ooh, wow! Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Yeah. So they did say, since we were talking about the birthday thing, um, the mom says it's complicated. We do our first kid's birthday on the 28th since he's older, and we're going to do scouts on March 1st. And when it's leap day, we'll make it for both of them. Yeah, okay. So they'll split it up. So an expert says that the couple beat the odds of 1 in 2.1 million to have consecutive yeah, babies be born crazy. on back-to-back leap days. And they didn't, like, intentionally do that. No. No, she wasn't. That wasn't even her due date. Yeah. Weird. I mean, maybe when it was happening, like when they're planning, maybe they're going for like, let's see if we can go two for two. Yeah. But I mean, you can't control that. Yeah. Random. Yeah. Next up, out of Oregon, of course. Portland always makes the news for weird stuff. Police in Oregon responded to an adult group home where a goat had come inside and was acting in a threatening manner, causing residents to barricade themselves inside a room. Oh, aggressive goats. You know, we had an aggressive goat when I was growing up. Goats can freak me out. Yeah. I mean, they're cool, but I am afraid what happened to these people would happen to me. Yeah. No, they can be scary. So So this is in northeast Portland, which I'm assuming it's probably like around the goat blocks because they moved them all the way out there when they started to. Oh, did they? 
Is that where they live now? Yeah, I remember when they toured when they took the. Goats well, I know, away from I know. I didn't know they lived in Northeast Portland, though. Yeah, they're way out there. I think on like 96th or something. Okay. Uh, so Charles Roberts, who's a resident at the group home in Northeast Portland, said he spotted a goat wandering around a nearby busy street and guided the animal out of the roadway. He said the encounter started out pleasant, but the goat followed him inside of the group home and started to attempt to headbutt the residents. The residents locked themselves in a room away from the goat and called the police. That's pretty smart. Yeah. It says, being a police officer for 20 years, you see, so this is the cop who responded, he said, uh, being a police officer for 20 years, you go in and see a lot of calls and see crazy things. When I first heard this on the radio, I didn't think it was real. We thought somebody had a little too much to drink. We thought it was a fake, a yeah. fake report about the goat. Well, uh, the cop was able to capture the goat with a leash and walk it to its nearby farm, which had agreed to keep an eye. Okay, so so a nearby farm, which had agreed to keep an eye on it until the animal's owner could be found. They later identified the goat's owner, who told officers the goat is an escape artist and his name is Prince. <laughs> Prince the goat. Prince the goat, who lives in northeast Portland, who's an escape artist. Because, of course, that's a thing that happens. We had a goat, like, growing up. Yeah, he was mean. He'd always try to hit me. Headbutt like, you? Yeah, try to headbutt me or kick me. Oh. Yeah, I had to stay away from that goat. Mm. He was a mean goat. I feel like you wouldn't get along well with goats. No, I don't have any problem with goats. I mean, goats are fine. Goats are there. I probably don't look at goats the same way some people do. Their eyes like kind of scare pets me. Pets or something. I don't really see them as that. Their weird line eyes scare me. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, they have the eyes of Satan. Yeah. But I mean. I know. And someone's like, oh, they're so sweet. I'm like, look at their line eyes. Why are their line eyes looking at me like Line that? eyes? They have lines for their pupils. Oh, yeah. You're right. They do. No, yeah, and when I, I saw one, like, it just kind of terrified me because you're like looking into the goat soul of something eye. that. I'm looking up goat eyes, too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have those creepy line eyes. They do have creepy line eyes, yeah. And so whenever I look at them, like someone's like, look at how sweet that is. I'm like, what? It, it, those aren't eyes. It's just creepily looking at me with yep. like its little slit line eyes. Yep. Because they're just, like stretched out. Oh, uh-huh. they creep me out. Yeah. Um, I mean, goats are great. Yeah. All right, next up. Out of Ohio, an Ohio man said he is giving up solid food for Lent, and he did this last year, but he's doing it again. And switching to a beer-only diet in an attempt to set a world record. This guy's name is Del Hall, who did this in 2019 when he lost 44 pounds in 46 days on his beer-only Lent diet. Said he's planning to extend his fast to 50 days Oof. to set a world record for a beer diet. I mean, beer's filling, but that's... 50 days of just drinking beer? But last year when he did it, he lost 44 pounds I would think you'd gain days. weight. I don't know. That's what I think, too. But I think maybe the gaining of the weight is, like, with, like... Lots of beer and then also mixing with like high fatty foods. Maybe a little bit, probably. Yeah. So this guy is a sales director for um, wow. His it's Fifty West Brewing must actually love him because they're like, hey, bro, you're going to get us some of that sweet, sweet advertising again this yeah. year. Correct. Uh, this is in Cincinnati. He said he decided to extend his beer diet after hearing another man who complete who completed a beer only Lent, uh, a beer only Lent. He said, I don't think the extra days are going to be a struggle. The hardest part is the first few days. He's hoping he's hoping to set an all time world record. And he's going to be contacting Guinness World Records to see if he can do just that. Yeah, but don't they have to be there from the beginning to verify that he's not, like, snacking? Oh, that's true. Oh. I don't think they can jump in in the middle. No, but I think that you can. I think that if he says that he's going to do it and has people, like, hold him. Like the guy in the in the barrel on top of the. Yeah, but that started off with Guinness World Records, like, verifying. Also, that that's easier to verify. Yeah, that's true. Somebody's with him 24 hours a day, I mean. Yeah. Making sure he's not sneaking snacks. I feel like you'd be a very good person at being like a Guinness World Record because you're such a snitcher. Like you'd love to like personally be like, nope, nope, his break was too long. His break was too long. He's supposed to be back. Disqualified. Disqualified. 
I would not. I'd want somebody to win, but if they're not doing it, if they're lying, yes, I would want them to be shamed. I can picture you just pointing, saying disqualified. 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 <laughs> disqualified. Just fucking qualified. Wow, that was aggressive. Well, I, that's from Trailer Park Boys. Oh. Ricky, Julian, green bastard, dis fucking qualified. <laughs> the green bastard. Oh, God. So good. All right. I have one more story from our childhood, from our collective childhoods, if you watch this. Uh, this was one of my favorite shows growing up because it was just so weird. Greg, did you ever watch Fraggle Rock? Down a Fraggle Rock. I'm well aware of Fraggle Rock. I saw it a couple of times at my cousin's house, but that was actually on Rich People Don't TV. Don't you even. So it is not Rich People Fraggle TV. Fraggle Rock wasn't on OPB. And since I lived out in the country, so we only had like four channels. So besides OPB is Rich People TV? No, I still got ABC, NBC, CBS. Later on in years, we got Fox. But otherwise, yeah, we had four channels. We had four channels that we got, really. Well, Maybe five, because you had, you had uh, Portland TV, Channel 12. And, but Fraggle Rock was not on those. So that was really, it was Rich People TV who had cable. So yeah, it's a rich show. Wow. Rich Kid rich kid TV. Fra- okay, so this just in Fraggle Rock was Rich Kid TV. That was not. It was on the same channel as like Mr. Rogers. I remember watching Mr. Rogers on the same channel. Well, it wasn't on OPB. Fraggle Rock. I don't think you did. Fraggle Rock mm, wasn't one that we got. Maybe it was different in different regions because I was in Washington State. Um, I don't. I don't think well, so. Well, anyway, whatever. Anyone who was a fan of Fraggle Rock or Rich People TV... Um, if you remember the beginning, the intro, you should totally watch it. I just was rewatching it, and it was very nostalgic. Uh, there's a close-up. You know what it was? It. it was an HBO series. It was extra rich people TV. <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> it was extra rich people TV. Anyway, from the beginning of uh, the Fraggle Rock show, when you see it, like, kind of going in, and you see... Um, uh, them flying into this lighthouse on a rock, and that's where the Fraggle Rock is. You can actually now stay at the lighthouse where it was filmed. So, Fraggle Rocks fans, you can now stay in the lighthouse at only for about 33 pounds per person per night. Mm-hmm. So, watch that. You see the lighthouse going on. It's a 1980s show, of course. Fraggle Rock uh, was created for rich people by Jim Henson, uh, now most famously known for his work with the Muppets. Uh, soon became one of the most loved children's TV shows. It was so weird. I was obsessed with it because they would always eat those, whatever they, like the sugar building things. Tell me about your rich rich people TV. Do you ever listen to it and just think, God. I remember John Denver I'm so glad that it. poor people don't get to watch this. I know. I'm like, good thing this is my special rich person thing. Just in case you don't know, I'm not rich and I never have been. We said good cable packages. She said HBO when HBO was like No, HBO was free. Premium. I remember when we had it because it was free with our cable package. With the because you mean you that you paid for it? Wait, the so when you thing. were a child, you remember what your cable package was <laughs> that your parents paid for? We got like 20, like 20 channels probably. Like, you know, and you had 20 to, channels? You had to slide it. Oh, my God. Like do the slidey cable You had 20 thing. channels to and choose from? And sometimes you could go between the two channels to I try bet. and watch like the fancy channels. Uh-huh. I watched a lot of USA, I remember. That was one of the channels we got. Anyway, Fraggle Rock followed the everyday goings of a group of bizarre-looking puppets called Fraggles, alongside doozers and gorgs who lived amongst the rocks behind, beside the lighthouse. And now, in this beautiful lighthouse in St. Ma's, Cornwall, it's available to rent from rural retreats 
The Holiday Home Sleeps 4, with sweeping sea views, makes the perfect place to spend a few nights away. There are two bedrooms, one in-suite shower room, and one bathroom, as well as a patio area and a detached observation room with fantastic views where you can try and find your own fraggle friends. I added that part. However, you need to embark on a steep uh, 300 meter cliff path from the car park to get from the car park to get there. Yeah, you, you have like hike. servants that carry your bags down there. Um, or it says earplugs are also available, and it's recommended that you use them since it's an operational lighthouse with an automatic electric fog signal nearby that is very, very loud. I lived in a lighthouse when I was growing up. Not in a lighthouse, but in a house on on. Of shore. course you lived in a lighthouse with your rich HBO TV and your <laughs> We didn't have any rock. power. We lived in a lighthouse, We actually. didn't have electricity when we lived there. You did not live in a lighthouse without Ask electricity. Ask my mom. I, it wasn't a lighthouse. It was a Red. house on the coast when we lived in Spain. When we lived in Spain, we actually... There wasn't enough room for us to stay on the base, so we lived for like a year. And this, like, I still remember the smell. Every time I like go into a place where like the plumbing's bad and you can smell like the mildew and stuff, it smelled exactly like that house. When we lived in Spain, we lived on the coast, actually, near the house. It was with very a wet and cold and had We'd no electricity. We'd watch Fraggle Rock on our we HBO. We did not watch Fraggle Rock because we did not oh, have electricity. It was delightful, actually. We had no electricity. The housekeeper would take care of us as we... Did you have a housekeeper? <laughs> did you have a housekeeper? Oh, my God. You had a housekeeper. <laughs> Just Are you we kidding me, <laughs> <laughs> You had a... I did not. She just helped my mom a little. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, no, she would just live with it. She was my mom's When we friend. lived in Spain on the coast, <laughs> our housekeeper would help my mother out around the house, around the home, to this keep it tidy. This is not going in the show. <laughs> oh, this is going in the show. You are not cutting this out. It was not out. a housekeeper. My mom was working what and was my, dad was, my, my dad was working on base and she would just help take care of us from time to time. We did. Whatever. <laughs> Her name was Maruha. <laughs> she was very nice. Oh, she made us tortilla wow. de patata. <laughs> Send us an email, Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Jesus, Patrick, Greg, Greg didn't have TV, but he did have a drunk guy on a lawnmower ghost friend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's there's something different between like living outside a navy housing with no electricity where another like a like your mom's friend comes and like helps take care of your Oh, now it's or, now it's your mom's friend. She was her friend. We were friends with all the servants. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm murder you. At Christmas, we'd let them sit at the table with us. <laughs> we would treat them like one of us. <laughs> no, we spent the holidays with them because my mom was very lonely because we were isolated in the middle of nowhere. So, there. And then when we flew back from Spain, I remember my mom falling because we falling on the ground, like kissing the, the ground in the States because we hadn't been back in two years. And it was very dramatic and sweet and lovely. In our private chat. <laughs> They're not, I'm clarifying with my mother tonight. <laughs> A 
Anyway, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I do have an old picture, I think, on my computer. I'll find it of my sister and I standing at the well in front <laughs> sure, of the do house. You, do you stay in contact with them anymore or only when they're getting paid? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Oh, I even, I love this. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I do have some exciting news that I will be talking about in the next couple of days, but I'll tell you about that then. Uh, Tune in tomorrow for more Fun Employment Radio. Whatever. <laughs>